0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning in to episode of the God guns and family podcast. Today we are talking about prayer and how to do it. What's okay. What's expected. Any questions that you may have, hopefully they're addressed in this episode. If you have any additional questions, please reach out to us at God guns and family podcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Instagram at God guns and family podcast. All right. Thanks for listening. Hope you like it. in
1: progress
0: recording in progress
1: this progress is recording
0: well all right ladies and gentlemen i apologize last time uh the audio was muy terrible it was so good it was so good i should listen Um, to it all the time yeah so i apologize for that i'm sure it was it's rough if you get it on in the car and you're like (laughs) yeah what is this
1: what, what is this trash
0: yeah, it's like somebody recorded it on their
1: phone, dude. Hey, we made it work though. You're out of town. We Sorry. made it happen. Sorry. That's how we do.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. So that's that's how we roll. That's how we do it. I mean, we try to make it happen when one of us is out of town. Unlike myself, uh, we learned from Texas the last time around. We're gonna make it happen all the time. Gotta get gotta, gotta gotta keep the podcast rolling, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, um, we haven't really talked about what we were going to talk about, but we just kind of last minute decided that we're going to yeah. talk about like prayer and how yep. to do it, and if it's you know, basically like you know, the right ways, right ways to do it, wrong ways to do it, so on and so forth. Yep. Um.
1: So, I mean, you're the you're the guru. I would not say guru. I just have been on this road a little bit longer than you. <laughs> my yep. uh, my beautiful wife is walking around. She's lucky I don't pull her onto this podcast because she's awesome at prayer. God talks to her like in awesome ways. It's just mind blowing. Like, I mean, dude, she's walking around just doing, doing nothing. Well, working, but the dog was misbehaving. So she dealt with the dog and she made me my beautiful, my coffee. Um, I'll take one to go, please. Uh, Scrape wants one to go, boo. He said okay. She said okay. Yay. Uh, She just made herself an orange juice latte, total sidebar. I don't know how I feel about that. It's basically espresso and orange juice. That's it. Okay. I mean, I could understand that because they
0: have the... um, Well, I mean, it's not chocolate, but it does have like kind of the same ish notes kind of yeah to it yeah so have you ever had one of those like chocolate oranges that you smash and it breaks it into little pieces oh definitely not never had none of that really no i'm i'm deprived dude it's like i mean they're delicious i i've they're like i've seen them before it basically like turns them into like dude the, you know what i think little, i have had one they're the they're delicious. Like, turns
1: them into like the little wedgies right like you smash yeah, the, 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 the
0: little what are they even called like the pieces of an orange that you eat like what is that called
1: i Orange wedge, a wedge of orange. I don't know. You got to be a I know name you're talking about. I'm going to call my resident. Hey, what do they call the uh, little pieces of orange? Like once you peel it, what are the wedges called? What's the name? Oh, orange slice. We're so smart. That's not what they're called.
0: There's got to be a <laughs>
1: technical <laughs> term. I don't know if there's a technical term for it, but that's what she just said. <laughs>
0: I'm Googling it.
1: Google it, dude. Oh,
0: uh, okay. It's called a carpal.
1: A carpal. Okay. I would have never got that. I like it's... slice better. An um, orange slice.
0: There's gotta be like a more common term than that. In a culinary term, they're called supremes.
1: Oh, interesting. Right. Well, but yeah. That. So she got turned on to this uh, coffee or the espresso and orange juice. And now we, she went out and we found a, a espresso machine. So we're not going out to for coffee all the time, but now she can have her, it was like a seasonal menu drink and she was like super mad about it not being available anymore. So she's like, well, I'm going to fix this myself. So she went and got an espresso machine and now we have a whole bunch of orange juice so she can have them all the time. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, crazy. That uh it is pretty mind blowing the way my wife prays. It's pretty awesome, actually. Um, like if she's kind of forgetful because she has crazy ADHD and will like put things down. Oh my God, this dog who's out of here. Um will put things down and forget about him, like where she put him down. Cause she like comes in with seven things on her mind. She's like, Oh, I gotta do this, boom, 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 and she'll like lose something. And she'll literally just sit down and be like, All right, Jesus, where did I put this thing? And like Jesus just goes, oh, it's over here. So she like finds it in the most ridiculous place. Like we were looking for papers, some documents, and uh, she had she was cleaning the house, put them away, forgot where she put them, and they were like pretty important documents, like birth certificate, passport, stuff like that. So she's yeah. like, "Oh man, ah, uh, where did I put these things?" So she was looking at all the places that I normally should be, and she's like, "You know what? I'm just gonna have to pray about it." So I go to work and I come home and she's got the documents. I'm like, dude, where'd you find the documents? She's like, oh, I prayed about it, and Jesus told me it was in the side pocket of my computer bag that I had put behind this thing in my closet. We would and have never find-
0: turned the knob seven times counterclockwise and <laughs> exactly. twice clockwise and jiggle the handle four times to the left, once genuinely to the right, and then there it is.
1: I have no idea, but dude, that's that's how like she just has that relationship with God, man. And it's like so inspiring cool. to me. Um Like, dude, I want to be like that, like Jesus. I just want to be talking to God all day that he's just talking to me. I'm talking to him. And it's like this ongoing, you know, conversation. I think like as Christians, we complicate the word prayer. Like we feel like, um, it has to be this, you have this dedicated room in your house and there's like, you know, you, you go in your closet and you shut the door and there's like the perfect lighting and you have your Bible and you know, you just spend this many minutes a day praying. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's wrong. I mean, that's awesome. If you have that time, I'm envious of you. But I feel like. Well, it's when not. We th-
0: you think it's wrong, as in it being the only way to do the it. The only option. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: So if that is like, if you have that time, that's awesome. But the concept of that being the only way to pray is wrong. You know, it says in the Bible, it says, with that, pray without ceasing. That mm-hmm. indicates like an ongoing, continual attitude and like consciousness of prayer so like my wife she'll walk around praying all day like god legit like talks to her in the shower like he's like just they're having a conversation and like you know like oh i was praying in the shower and we should yeah we need to be we need to reach out to this person and then like i reach out to this person they've got stuff going on or you know whatever um but i feel like the attitude of prayer is the most important it doesn't necessarily need to be a special place all the time. Having a place like that where you can get alone with God is is phenomenal, you know, to be still and know that he is God to have that place of quiet, that quiet time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like you, I mean, you have Andrew, we've got three kids. So like, excuse me, like quiet time is usually really late at night or super early in the morning. Like it it is non-existent in the yep. bulk of the day. And, you know, I used to joke in my old truck that we, I named it the tabernacle. Cause like, that was when I I put on some worship music and like, that was where I met with God, get on a dirt road somewhere and just be praying, you know, worshiping all this stuff inside my truck. And, you know, that is a, you know, for me is like 20 minutes one way. So I've got 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes after mm-hmm. work that I can just like this morning, dude, I'm driving, the sun's coming up. I'm just like, Lord, you're, you're amazing. Yeah. Like to see the sunrise lord you're so like i'm in awe of who you are and i was just praying for my family praying for my wife praying for stuff going on my church all the stuff dude like to have that attitude of prayer but it doesn't need to stop even in your truck like it can follow you into the workplace right like you can be doing work things but still be like oh man oh god like you know having that ongoing conversation with god uh, you know on on the side like in the back part of your brain right um We like to feel like it, it has to, uh, it has to be this, this complicated thing, but it really is just, I mean, if Jesus was right here, like I'd, I'd say, Oh, Hey dude, what's up, man? Like, you know, I, I mean, that's how I pray. I'm like, God just bless this dude over here. You know, it doesn't, you don't need to be like the King James, like, Oh, though, blessed thou hand. And it doesn't happen, dude. You just, it's talking to God. Right. When you, when you boil it down, prayer is literally just talking to God and you can do it while you're at work. You can do it while you're at the range. You can do it while you're camping. You can do it while you're fishing. You can do it all the time. Like there's no parameters that, I mean, God is omniscient. He's everywhere. He's all knowing. He's all powerful. Like he's with you. If you believe Jesus with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, the Holy spirit resides within you. God is always with you. And to, like, have that conversation, it's an ongoing dialogue, dude. Like, God never stopped speaking. Like, why have we, as a church collectively, in the Western side of the world, feel like he stopped speaking? He stopped right. creating. You know, and I I just, I'm so challenged by my wife, because she is always in, in such an attitude of prayer all the time. Like, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing to me that, like, it's this ongoing dialogue and that she had just posted. So, sidebar um, with Survivors of War, we started a women's like ministry. It's called Live Inspired. And like their Facebook group is just exploding with members, dude, like people from all over the world. And we That's started cool. a men's group side of that. So, I'm going to invite you to that formally, Mike. Uh, it's called Covenant, Covenant Men's Ministry. Um, but what we did, that whole intent and purpose was to foster community to get dudes, women, women, dudes together to, to encourage one another, to bear one another's burdens, to do life together. But on the live inspired page, they had just posted, you know, Proverbs 20, 27, 17, no, uh, Proverbs 18, 21. talks about the power of life and death are in the tongue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They, uh, they had posted something that says if words are this power, powerful, imagine what a prayer is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oftentimes, you know, dude, like, Oftentimes we always say, oh, if there's nothing else that we can do, you know, just pray. Why is not prayer the it's first thing. thing, the first thing we do, there's power in prayer. God is the same yeah. yesterday, today, and forever. He was, he did miracles in the Bible. We read it all through the gospels, right? The, the, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and then you carry that over to acts. And then all the stuff that you read in the Bible, like that stuff. It wasn't for a time as that, like that is all applicable to us today as followers of Christ. Prayer is the most powerful thing on the planet. And it's been dumbed down to this thing that you do to open a service and to close a service, a, a church service, where then you go about the other six days of the week. Most people don't pray. Most people, it's a checkbox, right? Like Mm. oh, I I show up to church on Sunday, check the box. We're good. I'm good for the whole next week. When the reality is a relationship with Jesus takes ongoing intentional time and effort. Like we've talked about it before. You didn't get to where you're at in Aaron's life by talking to her once a week. Right for 30 minutes or an hour. You know what I mean? I didn't get to be with, where I'm at with No, that's
0: wife. how we are now. I mean, she <laughs> doesn't like me anymore. So
1: what? Shut I'm kidding. Shut up, dude. Um, you don't get that way. Like right. exploring, you got, there's that season of getting to know your wife, you know, you're dating, getting to know this, lady. you know, piques her interest and the getting to know and the courting and the dating and the engagement and the marriage, that is all ongoing. And even Mm -hmm. while you're married, if you're the same as the, the day after you guys got married today, like you're doing the wrong thing. You're not evolving and growing. Um, it's the same way with, with our relationship with Jesus. And you know, the most important thing, dude, is God wants to be intimately involved in your problems, intimately involved in your blessing, intimately involved in the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. It's like, we're often so tired, so often, you know, the the last thing we do is involve God in what we're doing. We just instead ask God's will. Yeah. We oftentimes will ask, oh God, just bless what I'm doing, instead of, God, am I even supposed to be doing this in the first place? <laughs> you know, we we're like, oh, we're gonna take this job. It's awesome. Boom. The world makes it look awesome. I'm gonna take this job. Oh, Lord bless it. Instead of, okay, time out. Lord, speak to me and tell me if I'm supposed yeah. to do this. Yep. If I'm supposed to take this, if I'm supposed to, I mean, as men, we're called to lead, right? Like, if we're not leading by being submitted to the one who's called us to lead, we miss the point. If mm-hmm. you're not taking the time to hear God's voice, it's like, dude. So, my first car ever was a 1979 mercury zephyr dude we called it the brown bomber because it looked like a giant turd okay yeah it was like a big old big old boat dude it's like just like you hit the and like you go over speed bump and it like just keeps like it's ridiculous but it only had am radio okay the old school knob dial radio dude and like the only thing you could get was radio disney sometimes okay Dude, so, Radio Disney
0: was prevalent in Arizona, dude.
1: Dude, it was all over, bro. It's like the it's only so nice. radio
0: station you could get at Canyon Lake.
1: Yeah. I mean, dude, it was so it just dominated, whatever. <laughs> so so you, you spend all this time in this car, bro, like searching out this Radio Disney, which had some bops on it back then, dude. So we, you know, tuned in with the, like the old dial radio and you're you're scanning the frequency with the frequency scan knob. And then all of a sudden it's like, and then boom, here comes a voice in it's that's the same way with christ you got to take the time to search the frequency Mm -hmm. to tune in to the one frequency that's speaking right and that's what prayer is dude because part of prayer is learning how to listen you lord thank you jesus right there's like a, a a methodology to it right like you take time to be grateful you say yo thank you jesus you know, for, for your blessings. And you start just recounting like, Lord, you've done this for me. You've done that for me. God, you've blessed me here. God, you've, you've healed me here. You've healed my mom. You've healed my dad, all the things, right. You're, you're stoking this faith in you. Like, Lord, I'm just so grateful. Lord, you've done it. For me, you're going to do it for them. Like I'm going to just gratitude just builds up and this faith builds up. And then you bring your, your, your issues or your, or your, your request, right? Like, Lord, I just ask for your provision over my home, over my life. Lord, teach me to lead the way I'm called to lead. You know, Lord, help me to love my wife. The way that you've called me to love my wife. Lord, is this in this next step? There's two there. I'm at a crossroads, Lord, illuminate which path I'm supposed to take. And then guess what? shut your dang mouth mm-hmm. and listen, give the time to the Holy spirit to move, to, to speak, to guide you in peace. Right? Like, w- so times, oftentimes, man, like, yeah, I'm so, I'm so bad at this too. Yeah, I'm speaking as, you know, punching myself in the face for this, but we like go into this. Oh Lord. It's like this slot machine. Like, Oh Lord, I need this, 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 this. Okay, cool. See you later. Thank you. I'm like, Yeah, what that's not how it's supposed to be, dude. Like the just the gift of prayer that the that the God that created the entire universe takes the time to sit down and commune with me. You know, he's you know, in in Psalms it talks about you've prepared a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Like the world's out to get you, bro. Like, you got a target on your if you love Jesus, you got a target on your back. And it's like, dude. Yeah, though a thousand fall at my right hand and ten thousand at my left, like he's the, he's the one, the p, the prince of peace, the uh, peace, the author of peace, and we get to spend time with him. And how we do that is pray. Yeah. It's not. It, yeah, it's way less it. complicated. It's way less complicated than we like to make it as as you know Western believers. You know what I mean? These. It's like. It's insane to me, like we don't have to be taught how to lie, how to cheat, how to be a terrible person. It comes naturally. Like you don't have to teach a three year old how to lie; they just know how to do it. It's the the sinful part of us, right? Yeah. But we have to be taught how to talk to the Creator, dude. And it's like even on the flip side of that, as a kid, I mean, dude, like Liam, he, <laughs> I'm like, I Baba, say your prayers, dude, and he's uh yeah (laughs) oh jesus thank you for my action figures thank you for my bed thank you for my pillow thank you for this wall like all this ridiculous stuff man. and but it's like so sincere and it's like just a little bit of guidance bro like to be a generation led by the spirit of god through prayer like that's going to be the thing that change that changes the world You know, the gener the this generation collectively, old person to to babies that are born right now were created for such a time as this. And dude, Mm -hmm. how magnificent would it be if we become a generation that prays? Lord, enlarge my territory. Dude, yes, first, not like as a secondary byproduct. Oh, when modern medicine fails me. Yeah, it's like Uh, a good
0: example, like um like you're going you're like you're going on a flight right hey let us get to a let's let us get from a to b safely let everyone you know no drama on you know whatever whatever it is yep instead of like as something's happening yep heaven forbid <laughs> Dude, yeah you're like god please you know please like, stay, do it, please do it proactively and not reactively yep. right like let's yep. let's do that yep. and like because i uh There's, I've like, uh, like Granger talked about on this podcast before, and he's like, You don't have to like do any, there's no like specific ritual to do it. It's like, He already knows your heart. Like, He already knows, yep. like, so for me, it's like, Okay, like, not like, why, why pray? But it's like, So I wanted to say this, and like, He already knows, but I'm like, Hey, man, you know what's going on. Like, Yep. You know, like kind of, you know, like that. So and then I what the way that I always do it is like if it, if it's your will, like if, if it's your will, like if it's if it's the way that it's supposed to be, then, yep. you know, can we do this? Like, can this can this yep. go th- this way? Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, certain things are just going to happen and they're not going to be, you know, certain prayers aren't going to be answered because like. I mean, sometimes the, the way answer it, to prayer is no. Yeah. And that's and that's why like certain things just, you know, happen. So yeah you know, it is what it is. Like, and that's just the way, that's just the way life is. It's just the way the stuff is going to be. So I think that's a good point to kind of like bring across. It's like, okay, yeah, you could pray for something, but if it's not in his will, like this is not, it's not going to go. But in in some instances, it may be the prayer that is going to make something be his will, right? Correct. You know, like in the meantime, like it's like, yeah. So like, you're just kind of like, whatever and you're like you know god can we can we do this like is this can we figure this out like can you help me with this if it's your will let's do this this way and if it's not it is what it is i'm fine with it but this is you know would be awesome or whatever you know
1: yeah something like that it's the faith behind the prayer so even like with the yeah he knows your heart yeah he knows everything intimately that's going on in your heart mind body and soul my wife knows that i love her but if I fail to tell her and I fail to convey it to her, mm-hmm. it's left to assume like it's it. I, if I'm not telling her how I'm feeling and what and how much she means to me and how grateful I am to her, of course, like God wants to know that God wants God wants us to vocalize it. Yeah, my wife knows that I love her, but if I don't continually tell her eventually it's gonna within with like in the relationship it's gonna that's gonna begin to taper because i've left everything to be assumed right the same yeah. thing with god like oh god you know my heart so but it really is the faith behind the prayer that opens the door yeah like, it's just like love is,
0: like you were just talking about with the marriage it's like okay yeah my wife knows that i love her but if i don't show her that i love her mm-hmm. like
1: yep it doesn't yeah, like that. what are you doing bro you know yeah. like hey uh, Dude, like uh, so oh, yeah. even like with aria right She's learning to be such a rad prayer warrior, dude. It's so cool to see like she's eight. Right. And we're moving Mm -hmm. into this house like two years ago, two and a half years ago. And like, you know, our long story short, we left the apartment pretty quickly. We didn't really have a plan. So we're kind of bounced between my house, my my mom's house and my mother-in-law's house. And like the house that we're renting now came on the, excuse me, came on the market And it was kind of questioned, you know, there was one person ahead of us in the, you know, whatever they do, the rental market queue thing or whatever. Yeah. So we're like praying because like, I can, like right now I could throw a football and hit my mother-in-law's house. Like it's across the back fence. Like that's Mm -hmm. my mother-in-law's house. So we're like, Lord, you know, we're praying, we're praying. And and Aria, she's like, no, yeah, I want to pray for the house. And dude, her prayer was just like, Lord, if it's your will for this house, let it be. And dude, that was it. But it was Mm -hmm. like the most like sincere, genuine, heartfelt, little tiny person prayer. And dude, the next day it was like, oh, that those people fell out. You got the house. Almost like, dude, but it's the faith behind the prayer. And that's like part of the whole process of praying like, you know, you enter into the a state, like, I mean, dude, the, the what prayer is, is you're literally entering into the most holy place in the entire universe, the holy of holies. You're entering into the, into God's presence yourself, which is what Jesus did, right? He came to earth. He, he lived his life. He died on the cross. And in the moment that he gave his spirit up, the earthquake happened and tore the veil of the temple, right? The veil in the temple is what kept the most holy place God's presence can find. So it didn't obliterate mankind. So there was only the highest priest could go into that, that place, the, Mm -hmm. the holy of holies to petition God on behalf of everyone outside the, the symbolism of that, the veil tearing is now God's presence is available is everywhere. And it says the smoke filled the, the altars filled the whole temple is God? It means the, if you read scripture, when it talks about smoke or, or something like that, it's always can be associated with the Holy spirit. It's the pre, the presence of God, the presence of God comes available to everybody. So when we pray, we essentially take on the most holy thing, which is going into the presence of the living God and making our petitions known. But it's not like the high priest or oh, Lord, this meek, like, oh, the pre- your presence. It's like he says, come boldly before the throne of grace and make your mm-hmm. petitions known. That's the, a privilege of prayer. So we stoke ourselves up, right? You know, with this, you know, stoke, stoke the faith within us, like our spirit, you know, like with the, the gratitude, God, you've done this. You've done that. You continue to do this. I've seen you move here. I've seen you do these mir- miraculous miracles and all these different things. And then it stokes that faith for you to be able to like, Lord, heal this person right now in the name of Jesus. And ultimately it all will fall back on God's will, God's providence. It'll make it happen or it won't. But even though that's a no here on earth, the prayers are been answered, Mm -hmm. particularly healing, right? Like, you know, Lord heal my foot, like miraculously heal my foot or whatever. It's God's will for it to be healed. Or like right now in this instance, right? I just got some news that my dad's uh, lung cancer that was, uh, he has had forever has uh, metastasized and now it's metastatic cancer that's in his stomach and his pancreas. Okay. Currently happening in my life right now. I just got a bunch of text messages before this about, you know, my brother getting there and and he's really not doing very well. He's super thin, not able to eat Lord heal my dad right now in Jesus name. But guess what it says in in Isaiah 53, it says by his stripes, we were healed. It's talking about that's already happened. The death on the cross has set us up to be healed on on the side of heaven. My prayer now is Lord, let that healing transcend the line of, of, of eternity and step into our timeline. Lord manifest your healing here on earth as it is in heaven. Right. That's our job goes back to, you know, in John and in Matthew six, you know, the Lord's prayer. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're all healed in heaven. So Lord, let your healing happen on earth as it is in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. That faith behind the prayer oftentimes is the key that unlocks the miracle happening here because it's already happened, but it takes the faith of someone according to his will to step into our timeline from eternity. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of words to say that sometimes it's just the, the prayer of someone who just believes changes the course of, of someone's life. And I think as men, we shy away from praying in general, um, which should not be the case. The closer you get to Jesus, the more you realize he's called us to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Right. Like that's our commission. Like, you know, besides making disciples, is displaying who Jesus is here on earth. And what Jesus did on earth is still available to us today. Like, that's what heal the sick, cast out demons, and raise the dead and see people get saved. Like, that's if the men of our generation, old and new, old timers, young timers, and everyone in between understood if we, as men display how to pray to our kids, what a powerful impact that will make on this, this generation that will soon be raising a next generation, right. Or the next group of people within this generation. What would happen if we taught our boys and our girls how to pray like mm-hmm. this, you know, not just the bedtime prayer, but hey, bro, come here, be- Bob, come here. Let me teach you how we pray. Spend time with me praying. Like, as I'm saying that, I want to cry because I'm convicted that I have. With everybody, Mm -hmm. with Aria, Jaron, Liam, like, help me to display what it means to be in love with Jesus, what that looks like, how I treat people, how I pray, how I interact and react with the world around me. Help me to display Jesus more so that my kids have something tangible to look at when they think about what it means to follow Christ. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Makes me want to cry, bruh. Happy tears. Um,
0: Don't do this. Don't do this.
1: But yeah, man, I feel like uh, prayer is overly complicated. And what I mean, what a better way for the enemy to keep us so busy, worried about what the correct way to pray is that we don't even pray to begin with. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, it's pretty interesting in that regard. Like we're so busy. Yeah. So, I mean, even in like the whole, we're talking about like the faith, right? Amanda has a pretty interesting story as far as um, with her dad who passed away um, years, years back, 2016, I believe. And um, he had an ongoing fight with um, like damaged liver from a lifetime of drinking and alcoholism. And she was, had flown out to the Texas and she was praying and they there, Lord, heal him, Lord, heal him, Lord, heal him. And she left the room. She left the room and said, Lord, it, like, heal him here on earth or take him. And it's like, he passed away shortly after that. Yeah. Sometimes our answer to our prayer is God saying no and saying, it's already happened, but I'm going to take him to his healing. I'm yep. going to bring him into, into the his forever body, his glorified body, right? So, for Amanda, that was... That was a very hard process to go through. Like, Lord, that's the, that's the prayer you wanted to answer is to take him, not to heal him. And I mean, it took a very long time for even for her to even believe that healing was available. Like, I'm not going to pray for that because I did the healing I saw wasn't. Wasn't what I wanted or thought was the best. And she was reminded pretty recently, dude, like, I mean, God reminded her, I did answer your prayer. Mm-hmm. he is healed. I took him home, but like, he's healed. He is not in pain. He's not suffering. He's not. Da- it's, he's not a damaged body anymore. Like he is healed. And I feel like sometimes when we take our expectations out of it and it's our faith saying, Lord, let your will just touch this earth and heal this person, heal this marriage, liberate this person from addiction, whatever that it is, Lord, let your will invade this earth and like that's it dude and being being and trusting god's character enough which if you don't know god's character that's where you need to start everyone listening guess what get to know the creator as soon as you start to get to know the creator you're going to realize he's the same yesterday today and forever and what he did in the old testament and what he did in the times of jesus and through jesus is available because he's the same yesterday today and forever you got to get to know the creator And the first way to do that is, Lord, teach me your character. Teach me through your word and speak to me the way you speak to your your followers. Because it says, those who know me shall know my voice, right? I want to know God's voice more. I want to be so intimately aware of Jesus that I know what his heartbeat sounds like. Like, Lord, teach me your heartbeat. I want to know the deepest parts of your heart. And I want to display who you are here on earth because our healings our healing. We're healed in heaven, right? There's no sickness. There's no death. There's no pain. There's none of the stuff that we go through on the the side of of heaven. Lord, let me display that here on earth. And what better way to teach our kids how to pray, man? Yeah. 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 Yeah i just been preaching, man. I'm sweating. And good thing I have a black T-shirt on. Otherwise, you'd be sweet seeing some, seeing some pecho sweat, dude. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, bro. It's sweaty, dude. It's sweaty.
0: Let's take a break, you freak.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just Be Or is a local Phoenix, Arizona family business that offers three services. Be Organized is our personal organization service. We will organize and declutter projects in your home or offices. Be Hauled is our junk and debris removal services. We haul away unwanted junk, yard debris, and furniture. And Be Restored Designs is our furniture restoring service. We restore and customize our older wooden pieces, breathing life back into them. We would love to give you a helping hand. For more information or to get a free quote, find us on Facebook or Instagram. Links will be included in the description below. Or you can shoot us an email at just.b.ohr516 at gmail.com. At least you, huh? recording in progress.
0: <laughs> I was trying to catch you off guard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> trying to catch me, dude. You're trying to catch me slipping.
0: Funny. I see you.
1: That's messed up, bro. It's
0: not messed up. It's just That's messed up. That is funny. Elevate the microphone. Elevate <laughs> it. Elevate it. Elevation.
1: Yes. I definitely need to get one of those like little arm things. That's what I need. Yeah. I'm going to make a wish list on Amazon.
0: And then you can like ask people to get it for you.
1: Yeah, dude, just randomly be like, uh, take one out of the playbook of everyone else. Like, Hey, uh, donate here. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, dude, I know. Or just buy it myself. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever.
0: Yeah. So um while we were talking before i was like writing a couple things down um we did kind of yeah. like cover a whole bunch actually but um did... i was kind of like talking about the, the simplicity of the of prayer like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know um you basically kind of mentioned it at like in not in passing but kind of like yeah you brushed over it and like you you were explaining how it doesn't have to be like and I and I'm not trying to knock on it or anything, but like Catholicism, right? Yeah. You don't have to go and be like sixteen Hail Marys and then, yep. you know, uh Seven Lord's Prayers and whatever other things they have going on. Because there's no like to me, and this is what it seemed like to me and what it does seem like to me now, it's like there's like a passcode, like a password that you have to like in order for me to get my prayers heard, I have to like enter in this preemptive code in order to get through the universe to God. And then like, you know what I mean? Like it does, it seems like that to me. And, um, you know, the same thing, like with going into the church, like doing the Holy water, the cross, stuff like that. And you know, like, well, you can't go in, like if you don't do that, like if you go in and you don't do that,
1: your prayers aren't heard. Um, yep. you know have you ever been to mass uh on accident one time actually twice first time was on accident
0: yeah so like you know you go in and you're like on not you about you they put the knee thing down and then you're praying dude i that, thought it was and... a
1: footrest i thought it was legit a footrest bro it's a footrest when fo- i was a kid i like was like dude this church is rad there's like footrests and everyone started laughing i was like What are you what they're not footrests like no dude that's what you're supposed yeah. to kneel on i was like oh I had never yeah. been.
0: Yeah, so like it's you know it seems like a little and there's like a there's like a passage right like so you have to like go through a process in order to be able to receive communion, um, which I have just assumed was the norm, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and like then we start you know, where's where were we? Oh, and then um, when we went to my buddy Rocky's church in Texas. They had the, the creamer cups. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? Like, this is kind of silly. And then it kind of makes sense though, because like, you know, it's not like a, like you, you, you don't have to be, you don't have to like go through a process in order to be able to, to receive communion. Like you don't, I mean, it's, we do it every week. Um, Like right after worship, right before the sermon. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like a good spot. Like in the example that our pastor talks about, he's like, we, we, you know, we offer this like basically weekly because we want to re, I can't remember what he said. We want to like reestablish that covenant, you know, like as much as we can. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's that. And I, and I think that that's cool because the Catholic Church does it every Sunday also. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't take it unless you've done your first communion. Yep. Which,
1: yeah. I mean, really the only prerequisite for that is you love Jesus. Yeah. Like it's, and like you understand what covenant, like that covenant means. That's like, so our church offers communion once a week or once a month. Um, it's usually the first Sunday of the month. We'll, we'll do communion, but the, the same kind of thing. It's like, if you're not at a spot, to want to do it or not there yet like there's no pressure obligation this is what we're going to do but i mean the bible says as often as you do this like you can there's no minimum or maximum like as often as you do this do it in remembrance of me yeah you know as often as this you know you drink this cup and you 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 know take this bread you know it's like as often as you want to do it there's not like uh i mean the cool part of it too is um there isn't a like a passage passcode, like cheat code thing that you I mean, better like an old school Sega Genesis games where like, in order to get to the level you were just at, you had to like, remember this key sequence of like 18 letters and numbers and, Oh, you get there and you, you write it down. And none of that's like that, dude. It's like, you just, you show up, you believe that Jesus is Lord and you take communion, but also there's not a thing like you're talking about prayer, right? It really you don't have to do that in order to pray. You it's like sometimes the most powerful prayers that I've ever heard were dudes that had just met Jesus, like just radically like transformed them by the power of 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 grace, like transformed their life. It, the most powerful prayers I've ever heard. There was no like tainting of doctrine or religion that like had tainted their view on prayer like it was just them talking to the god that saved them like like the blind person like i don't know this jesus but i was blind but now i see like i, I, yeah. I know that jesus did that for me like those types of people that, that is like the most powerful prayers that i've ever heard were people that were like i was strung out two weeks ago and god set me free and i am free today like I don't, I'm getting to know this Jesus, but this is what Jesus did for me. And there isn't this thing, this ritual you have to go to, to enter into prayer. I mean, it really is the simplicity of just having a conversation with God, like in your head, it can be head. It can be like in my, in my car, it's out loud. Cause I don't look like a crazy person, but like when I'm at work, I'm praying in my head most of the day here, there, it's not, I mean, I need to get better at being continuously, but it's like pockets of prayer throughout the day. If I'm doing like a tedious, like meaning, like a you know, whatever, not meaningless, but like not, I don't need all my brain focus on to achieve. Like I'm, I could be praying and it's the simplicity is just having a conversation with God in the same way that I would have a conversation with you. Like yeah. Lord, you're so good, yeah. you're so great.
0: It's because it's just he, talking. To he's God. our, I mean,
1: he's our friend. Like it's not. Yep, dude, for real, dude. Like I like I'm not proud of this, but I've cussed in at God before in prayer. Like he, I don't recommend that, but dude, but like he understands us. Like you said, he's our friend. He sticks closer than a brother. He he can handle any one of your complex, big emotions at any one point at any one time. he actually would be like, God, I'm frustrated at you. I am mad. I am frustrated at this situation. I am frustrated at this. I'm pissed off with that. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the list goes on. He wants to know. And he already does. And I think too, like
0: in a roundabout way, like if, so like I've been trying to like not cuss as much just because. Yeah, me too. Right. But like I f- I feel maybe that if I'm talking to him in certain, and certain and if I'm just like talking to him and I'm not talking normally, like if I'm actively trying to not cuss or whatever, right, mm-hmm. then part of me thinks like he knows that like, you know, I may he may be thinking that's a little disingenuous because I'm not talking like normal hmm if that's I mean it's kind of weird to think that way but like because because I know he knows that I'm trying to not cuss like I know that yep. Yep. but you know you know it's just I don't know I just think it was like I mean you
1: know. I have cussed on numerous stages like a kitchen like god I'm sick of this shiz you know what I mean like whatever I'm feeling I tell him however I'm feeling I tell him and however I feel like telling him like in the moment sometimes it just comes out you know I mean because you can be pissed off and still love God. You can be hurting and still like some of the worst, like to hear God say, do you trust me? And in that moment, like I literally, I'm like, I don't want to effing trust you. Like, right. stop asking me questions like this. Cause I, it, it's pissing me off. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, the question's still the same. He just, and whatever's, ha- whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. No matter what. Do you trust me? And it's like, it's not, he's a gentleman. Cause like the first time he asked me that I'm like pissed off, racist middle fingers at everyone's face. I'm not going to do this. F everybody, you know, this is how I'm feeling. I tell God about it. He lets me have my little four-year-old temper tantrum fly on the ground and the floor and wail around like a, like, like someone who's lost their mind. Yeah. And then he'll just sit there gently, patiently. I'll come back around and he'll just pose the same question to me. Do you trust me? Like, yes, God, I trust you. Obviously. And I'm sorry that I acted like a four-year-old <laughs> like throwing Yeah. hundred percent. However, like that is the relationship that God desires is the one. I mean, think of it like this. Because You're being honest.
0: Like you're not trying you're not trying to not be yourself. Like you're being yourself at a hundred percent. Even though like it's not, you know, one hundred percent Jesus, like it's one hundred percent you.
1: I mean, look at, look at Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane, right? He's like,
0: what is, which, which, which story
1: is that? So uh, right before the crucifixion. Okay. He's like, okay. ask everyone to pray. He's like, you know, just stay up with me and pray. Cause he knew it was looming. He knew what he had come to earth. Like that day was coming. Okay. And. I mean praying so fervently and so heavy with what was about to happen that he was sweating blood. Blood was coming out of his pores, okay? In the hardest moment of his life, he even prayed, "Lord, take this cup from me, but not my will, your will be done." Okay? The hardest of hardships that I mean any earthly being has ever or will ever face, he, in that moment his humanity comes out and says, Lord, this is painful. Cause I know what's about to happen, but not my will, your will be done. How ignorant of us to think that like, we can't come when stuff is hard and rawly honest as we are on a normal basis to God. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Jesus did it. And it's like, we have to understand that God wants to know, how we're doing. He already knows where we're struggling. He's just seeing if you're going to be willing to submit that to him, right? Mm-hmm. He knows what's happening internally. He knows you're struggling with this His hardship is here, or you're doing great here. But guess what? Unless you surrender that to him in prayer, that's the ability for us, the free will of ourself to choose to do it ourselves, or to bear it ourselves, or submit it to the living God. Like, the act of prayer like lord i submit this to you i don't want to be in charge of this anymore this is too hard for me but lord let your will be done in this it's taking our choice and submitting that thing to christ and allowing christ's will to work itself out you know that's the the sovereignty of god he's not going to take something that's that's he's not going to take something out of our hand unless we give it to him yeah because he's a gentleman because you have your free will you have your you can choose to bear that hardest thing that you've ever experienced by yourself or choose to honor God and choose to allow God to help you with it.
0: So you, so you've seen, I think I've sent it to you, the Sean, Sean Ryan and his Yes. So like he was, he was not, no, I don't know if he was a believer or whatever, but he basically kind of like turned to it because of Eddie Penny. um, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, cause Eddie Penny was on there and he was like telling him like, Hey man, he's like, I went to this camp and he was like, you know, I was like, man, I was like, I can't, this is not my thing and blah, blah. blah. And then dude was like, can I pray? Can I pray with you or pray for you or whatever? And then, um, you know, it. the long story short is like he did yeah. Eddie Penny was like this dev guy and then Sean Ryan, um, seal dude, same thing. And he kind of like switched his, you know, flipped it and he's like. I've never felt so welcomed and I've never felt like so okay with just kind of letting go, you know? And I think that's a good example of how people can kind of turn, I don't want to say turn to God, but like just kind of steer. Yep. That way. I don't, <laughs> I have don't you know.
1: Heard, have you ever heard the, uh, walker hayes song craig no dude so after this check it out is it new um no it's pretty old actually but it talks about this dude craig i mean i'm just gonna you're just gonna have to listen to it after this but the the gist of it is um here i'm gonna pull out the lyrics real quick let's check this out yeah All right, so it's basically like, um, I mean, part is this. I met Craig at church called Redeeming Grace. He understood my I don't want to be here face. Um, I I felt out of place and I smelled like beer, and he just took my hand and said, I'm glad you're here. Um, it fast forward, it goes, um, when you lose a record deal, yeah, all the parks fade fast. Dealership said we're gonna have to take the minivan back. So here I am down to one car. Uh, oh, felt, is that the one that he wrote about the dude who gave him his, the minivan gave, he so, gave him
0: the car, right? Yes. So okay, that yeah. song, essentially
1: he's, um, he basically showed it to the ballpark. Um, uh, but there's a line in there. Let's see. And it was like his,
0: it wasn't like his neighbor or whatever, but he met him at church
1: and the dude kind of yeah. like, yeah, he says, um, you know, basically after that whole thing, he's like, Yeah, I know it sounds cool, right? Not your typical kid from Sunday school, right? Yeah, uh, not yeah, he says, No, I can't uh he can't walk on water or turn uh turn the Napa Valley red, but he just might know a man that did. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we in a sacrificial way, like see a need and we meet it, that is what Jesus came to earth to do he saw where people were struggling and slacking and met them where they were at and like what a better way than to have people encounter us and say yeah he can't walk on water or you know he can't turn this water to wine but dude he definitely knows the guy that can and that did right um and that all comes down and as a reflection of how much time are you spending praying and getting to know the creator mm-hmm. and like how much you're allowing to flow through you, because you can't feel. You can't feel. Like you, you can't feel the Holy Spirit coming out of a vessel unless it's been filled up, right? Like you can't. Like if I were to fill this cup full of water and pour it out, there would be water that pours out. If I don't fill this cup up and try to pour something out of it, nothing's going to come out. You have to be filled up through prayer and spending time with God. To be able to be allowed to be poured out, like to be to listening to getting to know the voice of the Holy Spirit in such a way that you're you're hearing when you're prompted to pray for people, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, I mean, dude, there's this one time vividly I remember years and years and years ago. It was the I was sitting at um freaking Applebee's or Chili's. I can't remember. It was over here, one of them, I was sitting, it was like in the middle of the day, I was like 11 in the morning and like we were going there to get food and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at a lady at the bar and she's got like the biggest beer that you can buy from Chili's and it's just this lady sitting there all by herself and I felt the Holy Spirit say, go pray for her. I reasoned my way out through logic of praying for her and I never prayed for her. What if like that divine appointment that he had set that I wasn't willing to obey and submit to was a, was a pivotal moment that I didn't allow the Holy spirit to work through me. in? like, I could have spoke life to this woman who was clearly hurting. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I want to be submitted to God in such a way that when I feel that prompt, it's a no hesitation. Let me just go pray. And it, that whole thing, dude, is, I mean, it haunted me for the longest time. I mean, God's going to use a talking donkey or rocks if you don't do it, right? Like he still is going to achieve what he wants to achieve for this lady, but I didn't get to be a part of the blessing in the process because I wasn't willing to obey the Holy Spirit when he prompted me to pray. And it's asking for those moments in the morning, like, Lord, okay, I put on the full armor of God. I'm gonna step out of this house, but Lord, put me, put someone in my way that I can pray for today you know that was a challenge with the men's the covenant men's group this mm-hmm. the Thursday night it was like hey dude find someone to pray with this week over the next two weeks find one person just to randomly pray with and to watch how the holy spirit uses you when you're just willing to be used and just taking the time to be praying all the time like lord put put someone in my way let me have your eyes teach me teach me to hear your voice more lord holy spirit i i want i want to know your voice. Like I know my own, I want to hear your voice more than I hear my own, you know, it's, it's, and that's a constant prayer that you can just be in all day. It's not like you have to go lock yourself in a prayer closet somewhere in order to achieve that, that can happen as it should be as just a continual flowing of being filled up your cup full and just walking around this life, being willing to be poured out into people's lives. Like, to be a conduit of the of the grace of Jesus. That's it. You know? Yeah. But yeah, that I heard that song, that Craig song on the way. I was like, man, that's rad. I want to be like that. Dude. I wanna be <laughs> I wanna be so practically real, tangibly Jesus that people may like, gotch, yeah, he can't walk on water, but he knows the one who can. Like, that's what I want my life to be, dude. Yeah. He just he knows the one that can. He hears from the guy that can. He's led by the one who leads, you know. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. What
0: else
1: I had something here? I had something else. Yeah, I need to start taking notes because I have ADHD too. Like my wife, I make fun of her a lot for it, but I have ADHD as well. Um, and I had a really cool thing that it was in my head, but now it's gone. Uh, one of the
0: notes that I had earlier is actually about praying for other people, you know, like mm-hmm. you, we all have people in our lives who aren't, they not necessarily not, not they're not necessarily non-believers, but they're just, they're kind of like on the cusp, mm-hmm. you know, like they believe maybe, but then like, you know, they just kind of don't make it time for it, you know, or something like that. So you know, for one of the things that I usually will do is like, I'll pray for them and say like, you know, Lord, help them find you find, find a way to find you or guide Mm -hmm. them to find you or something like that, you know? Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that I'd kind of do. I started doing anyways. So I'm not going to dime anybody out, but (laughs) there's a few.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's. And then even like in the whole thing is, and those who did at one point were sold out like, Lord, my prayer for them is Lord, let that fire be rekindled in them. Mm-hmm. Lord fan, that little ember to flame again. You know, um, there was a lady that goes to our church and is part of like the live inspired group and her husband's part of the covenant ministry and all that stuff. Um, She was flying or driving out to some other city to go see her dad. And she was like, there was, you know, some tension between her brother, her siblings or whatever. And she's like, man, maybe that's a sign that I'm not supposed to go. And so she's really was praying like, Lord, am I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to do this? I want to be there, be, uh, you know, witness. You know, I want to, I want to lead my dad to Christ. I want to get to know, you know, I want to know that my dad is going to heaven. And he basically told her, you need to go, but you need to quit judging your dad Based on how he's living, Ooh. and he, she didn't know what that meant, so she went out to whatever city, California maybe, and um, in New Mexico, and um, did Amanda she, just correct you? Yeah, she did correct me just now. <laughs> um, it was New Mexico. Um, so she drives out, and she's sitting with her dad, and her dad sat her down and was like, "I know you don't think that I love Jesus, but I do." If there was any hope of me ever seeing your mom again, I knew that I was going to have to submit my my life to to Jesus in order to get to heaven to see your mom again. And she just broke down and was weeping. And it's like we really don't know where people are. Yeah. But to be pr- willing to pray for people in such a way that Lord let them get to know You more, Lord let Lord get let them find the passion within them for you. I don't know where these people are. At, and if they don't know you yet, find some way to get them to know you. And like, that's the beauty of preaching the gospel. Cause if you're praying for people like that, Lord, the Lord is going to begin to open the door for you to be a part of someone, their salvation story, whether you're sowing a seed, whether you're the one that gets to lead them to Christ, there's no, there's nothing like anything else on the planet earth that is like leading someone to Christ. Like, like walking them through the prayer, like of, of, of repentance, walking them through the, you know, the submission of their heart, mind, body, and soul and trust in Christ. Like there's nothing like that on the planet. Like you can't, you can't fabricate that feeling of like in awe that you had nothing to do with it, but God chose you to lead someone into the kingdom of God. There's yeah. n- like, yet yeah, can't you cannot put a price tag or explain that feeling to anyone. It's this, un- this like unreal feeling of like, wow, I just got to be a part of someone's salvation story. So if you're praying for the salvation of people, God is gonna then allow you to be a part of someone's redemption story, forgiveness story the the redeeming story that God's still writing in their life. Like that's, and the most powerful part of that whole thing is those people that, you know, that have kind of strayed away or on the cusp and you're praying for their salvation. That is the most powerful thing that you can do as a person to lead them into, into the kingdom. Like, Lord, let their, let their soul long for you, like you praying for them. That's it. That's the, the greatest, most powerful thing on the planet is the power of prayer. And you yeah. get to be a part. The angels in heaven don't even get the privilege of, of preaching the gospel. It's like that's a man-only privilege that God entrusted the most imperfect people in all of in, in all of time to it like he entrusted us the the preaching of the gospel. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I like that that we get to do something the angels don't even get to do. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. That's cause you
0: kufu. That's
1: cause you kufu. You kufu. You kufu. Uh, Dude, what you got in there, bro? Some good coffee drink. You know what I got in there? Ooh, matcha. No, it's not matcha.
0: <laughs> I'll throw, I'll throw a, I throw. I throw. I have a Ble- whole bunch of that, and I don't want to drink it because it was nasty. You did you ever finish the whole thing? No, I still have a lot of it left on the counter but it's supposed to be really good for you. So I may try to like mix it in the coffee or something.
1: Probably not. Figure it you know, out. we it. <laughs> it's gross. Gross stuff. So. But yeah, man, that's it. Prayer. Prayer is simple, dude. Prayer is don't just. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Don't just. Set and some use time. it as
0: your first line of defense.
1: Yes. It's this five, five, five rule, man. If you spend five minutes a day reading your Bible, Five minutes a day praying and five minutes a day listening, you will stay on true north always. Five minutes reading, five minutes praying, five minutes listening. And before you know it, you're at 10, 10, 10, 15, 15, 15. Like it becomes part of this, like, I get to spend time with God today. I get to pray. I get to hear from him. And that whole thing, don't complicate it. Just, just pray. Just talk. Just have a conversation with God. However you would talk to me or Mike or whoever, just have a conversation. And in that conversation, you'll get to know the voice of God, the identity of Christ, his character, his goodness, all of it will come. And that's the the privilege, man, is getting to know the one who created us, man. That's amazing. Don't complicate it. Just do it like Nike. Nike. But I don't know. It's not copyrighted. Whatever. Whatever 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 dude just do it man just do it just do it just do it
0: what else i was gonna say something else i forgot
1: i know my mind just yeah whatever that's fine
0: what else whatever you got anything else that's it my freaking dude it. that's it my guy okay <laughs> you gonna pray it out today bro or what? i will i will no worries yes, uh sir. yeah so everyone um Thanks for listening. Uh obviously we appreciate it. Please yes. share it with everyone that you know um, that may man, this thing. I get it. We run out of time. Jeez, oh Pete. Mm. You know, uh share with anyone that you think may benefit from listening to us, ridiculous dudes. Yep. Uh follow us on Instagram, God Guns Family Podcast. Email yep, Guns Family us. Podcast at gmail.com. You know, we fell off a little bit cuz we guess we we live in the lives, man. You yeah, know. Yeah. So but, but this is important and we wanted to make sure that's why the last yep. episode's kind of trash cuz it was from a hotel. It's not very good. But And if whatever. it
1: disappears, we might just have to go on the subject again and re-record it. It's fine. We'll make it happen. <laughs> whatever. We're going to make it do. We're going to make it happen. Yeah.
0: So, all right. Uh let's pray out. All right. Lord, thank you uh for this podcast with this dude Nate here. Um yes, he's a, he's a good he's a good guy. Um, We pray that everyone who's listening to this is able to get something out of it um, and share it with someone who may need to hear it. Um, We pray that everyone is able to get into your word. If they haven't been, then let's get them in it, you know, give them some signs that they need to see whatever they need to see in order to get back to you. Um, And yeah, and let them use this podcast as a tool. Yes, Jesus. And that's it. So, amen. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Just talking.
1: We're just talking. That's it. Have a conversation, man. That's it. Simplicity of prayer. I love Love you, brother. Be good. Do good. Uh